Hello, this is Annette Shinicky, and I'm the Gypsy Girl, and I wanted to talk about pain, and the pain that I uh, have a real hard time talking about, or, uh, you know, uh, like most of us, it's really hard to address, it's hard to talk about, it's hard to go there. You know, uh, until it's healed, of course. It, uh, and how do we heal it, you know? It's really... It's really tough. That's the tough part of life, of course, is to uh, be able to get over the pain, <clears throat> excuse me, so that we can find the beauty and the joy it is also a part of life. So, the worst time for me to talk about pain is when I'm in serious pain. That's the hardest time to talk. Because uh, it's you're in pain. And uh, pain is killing you on the inside. Um, and when I'm going through the killing of on my insides of how much pain I'm in, like when my daughter Summer killed herself on Valentine's Day this year, <clears throat> last thing I wanted to do, because uh, I was in so much pain, and, and people were angry. Uh, people get real angry when there's a suicide. I, if you've ever been through a suicide, which I have, uh, several suicides, there's a lot of anger because of it. There's it, but there was anger before the suicide. Is what no one wants to face is that there was a whole lot of anger before. Why do people blow their brains out? Why? That's what people want to fucking know? Are you kidding me? Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because life is super hard. People are super mean and nasty. So many people are super, super mean and nasty. They don't see any beauty in the world. They don't want to see beauty. They want to crush beauty. Are angry because they no longer possess beauty. The beauty is not within them, so they are so angry. And that is the most rotten place to be. I've been there. Not for long, thank goodness. But I felt that. I've been there. The most rotten place to be. The most rotten place you could imagine. For how you feel. Because we feel our feelings. We feel them. We don't want to admit that we feel them, though. And we certainly don't want to show any of our feelings 
to anyone else unless it's putting on a show that, yes, I'm happy. And, uh, and I have what I need. I'm not asking for anything. Putting on a show. That's part of the pain right there. If we're putting on a show, not being our true selves, to find out who we are and where our pain is coming from. Well, I'm talking about serious pain, of course. You know, a lot of people know how it feels to grow up in a family where you feel invisible, where you don't feel like you are really wanted. You feel rejected and abandoned. I know, I felt it. Uh, people could be super cold-hearted, the ones that we are supposed to love the most. We do love the most. Uh, we do love the most. They hurt us the most. Who loves? You know, love always hurts the most from the ones we love. That is a fact. Why? Why? <laughs> well, it's because when you love something the most, you know, there's a bond there. That's what love does. It creates this incredible bond. <clears throat> a lot of people have a real hard time with the bond, you know, uh, because when we get so close, we know eventually that is going to end. Or we have that in the back of our head that it's going to end. At least I know I do. Uh, we moved a lot. And so, I'm, you know, that's why I'm called a gypsy girl. I moved a lot. And uh, I didn't see the point in really getting to know too many people uh, on a deeper basis than just, for, you know, being light friends. Uh, no responsibility type friends. Of course, I was little, and so I grew up in... Uh, going to eight elementary schools and two junior highs and uh, and eight high schools and then also doing uh, homeschool also here and there <laughs> along the way while we were traveling and so uh, you had time to you know hey how you doing yeah great okay bye that that's that was my relationship with the world and it was great and i didn't need to know any more or any less because uh you know the people i have met personally uh out in the world some of them just so fantastic but it's all been uh very uh, it, it it hurts to open up for me because I know it's going to end <laughs> and it's and then of course uh, you know my family has also has that issue because we didn't you know kind of have this other foundation built is what I'm thinking you know we didn't stay uh, we were a little nomad uh, uh, while uh, a lot of you know it's super poor and all this other stuff you know uh, with nine kids and it's 
but I'm not complaining because I love my life. Uh, I really love my life, even with all the pain. Uh, I earned all that pain. You know, I earned it and most of it was fun. <laughs> you know, there were some bicycle accidents and, uh, and stuff like that. So those kind of pains were, uh, you know, it, the social pain is, of course, what has kind of been hard because when you're new, you're new to the school, uh, you're put on the spot every time. And, uh, and I, you know, am a hyperactive, I was a hyperactive kid. And so were the rest of my family, most of us anyways. Uh, some of them uh, would rather stay in bed all day, you know cry because our life was hard and I'm not kidding and and I don't need to say that it was harder than anyone else's but but I know from my own experience it was hard and so well, that's my story you know uh, I'm sticking to it uh, and that's and so I earned it you can't take it from me you can't take my experience of my pain which was a lot and same with my sis my siblings and and uh and I honor and respect it because we all have incredible people, but everybody feels bad about themselves. Uh, and, and even my brother, Mike, seems down on himself, you know? And uh, because our family took a couple of big hits, you know? Uh, my sister Christine killed herself. Uh, like 2008 left our family you know uh asking why and we knew why we knew why we knew why so question of that life is hard people are mean <laughs> and christine was super freaking nice to everybody and, and was loving and caring and she was put down because she was so nice I've had that issue myself. Uh, you know, Ned Flanders is not the popular guy on The Simpsons. That's, I get it. Well, and I have also have kind of a sassy mouth, too. So I'm nice, but uh, if you cross the line, your, your ass is mine, you know, is how I look at it. And so, But I've really gotten better about that also because I'm not a teenager anymore. And I understand that... Uh, people are hurting, and so when sometimes when you're hurting, if you don't keep a lid on it, then you're gonna lash out. You're just hoping. Some people are just hoping that people will push their buttons. Uh, that's you know, because usually you'll find it. Someone will push your buttons because your buttons are already pushed. You just don't want to admit it. Your buttons are pushed. Your buttons have been pushed. You're looking for your fight. You know, I uh, try not to ever leave the house if I have my buttons pushed. <laughs> so I'm like, oh man, uh, that's that's not the energy I want to carry with me around the neighborhood with all the nice people that I love and care about. You know, we have a cool neighborhood. We just, my sister and I made cook gingerbread cookies for the whole neighborhood and some other people. And, uh, and plus we added some extra cookies. And it was so great. Uh, I spent... So Susie made the dough of the gingerbread with extra cloves. It was really good. And uh, and then I decorated them. She made the frosting. We had, you know, the different 
colors of frosting, including blue. And, uh, and then we got a whole ton of sparkles and sprinkles and stuff and decorated this neat. So anyways, uh, I don't like to leave the house. Get sidetracked with the cookies. They were good and they were pretty. So I was very proud of the cookies. And Zilla just jumped up on my lap because we're sitting outside on the porch. Hi, Zilla. You little kitty, how are you? Oh, you're going to do that on the phone? Oh, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, so, so I'm talking about how much it hurts and, and why people kill themselves because they're hurting. <laughs> no, duh, you know. Uh, that's why it hurts. Uh, so, it makes me sad that that, that happens. It makes me real sad. When I know that if you love the parts that really hurt with with honor and respect, of course. You know, uh, looking at it and saying, man, it was tough, but I made it through. Look at how proud I am of what I went, you know. Uh, <clears throat> why wouldn't I be proud of myself? Why? Uh, you know, it's not fair to stab myself in the back after all the pain that I earned because I did go through the pain and I'm proud of it. Uh, just like I have went through the pain of uh, having six kids. And it was so worth it. <laughs> so worth it. It's so worth it. I just recently spent time with Jake, my oldest. He turned 31. And, uh, and although we are both strained under immense pressure, ooh, the truck guy just, uh, his truck scrapes in <laughs> the driveway. So that's what that was. Uh, I spent time with Jake and, and his girlfriend, Brisa, down in Los Angeles. And, and it's been tough for, tough for both of us. Because we're both still hurting really bad from losing Summer and Mimi. Because Mimi, she died in in 2014. She was my other daughter. So, uh, and then of course Summer. Uh, I talked to Summer more than I talked to anyone else. I think, <laughs> uh, like. She was really a part of me that we could communicate so uh, intimately. Uh, she's highly intellectual, so I miss her a great deal, yes, physically. But spiritually, she is all over me. Uh, and what I mean is because... Uh, you know, I keep her memory alive of the fantastic things that she was capable of and that she did. And, uh, and of course she was 
very passionate and and but she felt real bad about a bunch of things and and so she lost focus and sight of the beauty in the world <clears throat> and went to the worst place she could be inside of her own head and so that's uh that's the you know uh we've all been there we've all been to the worst day if you can imagine your worst day your worst nightmare well i've had it a couple of times a bunch of times and uh but I've also had the big dream too. And so I'm not gonna lose hope on the big dream. You know, I refuse to let my pain define who I am and define my life and my experience and my, uh, my inside. My inside is sacred. My peace on my insides, are you kidding? That's everything for me. That's the only thing for me that, that, that brings comfort is the inside. I don't, you know, uh, money can't buy happiness. That's, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> it can't buy happiness, not real joy. Not if you're miserable. And you think that buying something is going to change that. That's all I mean. It might give you a boost for, uh, you know, a day or two. <laughs> big deal. <laughs> uh, big deal. But, I mean, if that's what, turn, you know, floats your boat, then, then go. And, and that's cool. You know, I'm not putting anyone down for having fun toys. I think fun toys are awesome. I think fun toys are awesome. But kitty cats are awesome too, Ozilla. Yes, well, you know, to get rid of your real pain, it means you have to really look at your real pain. And you have to be, and then you have to love it. You, and you gotta love your pain. Because if you're not loving your pain, you're not loving yourself. doesn't mean that you're going to like it. What is love? Love is to respect and honor and be compassionate. Love is all the positive things. doesn't mean it isn't going to hurt. <laughs> you know? Guarantee if I hit myself on the foot with, you know, with a hammer, it's going to hurt. That's just how it is. There are things that hurt. Uh, and to love it, you know, uh, is to know that you can get through it, to love it, because it is you. It is me. You know, uh, I am my memories and feelings and thoughts. What do I want to think about? You know, I want to think that I got through hard times and I'm proud of myself for it. And I'm glad uh, that... Uh, Well, I'll try to find, you know, uh, I'm glad that I try to stay positive. It is hard to say what to be glad about with all the pain. And that's okay, too. Now, I'm not perfect. Far from it, but I'm trying. Not for perfection. Perfect. I'm trying to have perfection in my own self, yes. But 
which is accepting myself perfectly. That's what I mean. Because the more I can love what I have been given, which is my memories, thoughts, and feelings, and all the things that I have experienced, of course, you know, those things need to be cherished and respected for who I am now. Because I, uh, yeah, I respect myself so much now. And I respect, I look back and I'm like, well, I did respect myself, uh, you know, when I was young. I did a pretty good job. Maybe I, you know, and of course I wasn't perfect and I did some silly things. And, uh like anyone like anyone who wasn't young once and immature and didn't know certain things uh you know we don't learn everything all at once aren't we still learning if you're not still learning then that's probably why you're super bored and pissed off because you're stuck in a box no this is how i believe and so i'm not changing my mind about anything ever <laughs> uh yeah, that's going to be, that would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> so, but, it, but it's true. Everyone gets to choose how they want to live. And I do understand that things can, new things can be scary. New things can be scary. Just because I moved a lot didn't mean that I wasn't scared to go to the new classroom. You know, uh... It was scary to ride on the bus in kindergarten. I rode the bus and I had uh, four bigger kids with me, my siblings. But it was still scary and some kids were not nice on the bus. <clears throat> and of course, um, you know, little kids get thrown out into the world and it makes little kids feel real bad when somebody's mean to them real bad think back to the first time you ever got hurt you know think back to when you're the littlest you could remember and somebody was mean maybe it was mom and dad you know whatever it was it hurt you didn't understand what was going on how could that happen how could anybody be mean to me <laughs> <laughs> you know when you're a tiny little kid you just don't even know what what those feelings are about you just know oh this hurts what is that what is that why do I care what that guy thinks and we start building up these little walls you know for protection well, yeah well I'm not going to care then what you think <laughs> But deep down, you still care. <laughs> but you won't let them know. So, you know, those are part of the pains. And, of course, family knows how to push those buttons. Because the buttons are the pain that they already caused. They're trying to regrow it and regrow it and regrow it. Hey, let me push that button for you. What if I do it this way? You know, there's always someone that wants to push that button. To see where are you standing what are you standing for? 
You know, what do you stand for in your life? Because uh, when you're real down, that's the when the button, you know, appears. People want to see if they can push or, or if they can find it, you know, they're, they're looking for it. And I mean people that uh, are trying to cause trouble because they're mean and bored. They have nothing better to do. <laughs> they're just mean. And they're bored. And they hate their own life so bad. And so they want to make you hate your life. So that's very frustrating. That causes a lot of pain. And the opposite is true when you want to find joy. What are you going to do? Well, where are the joy buttons? Because there are joy buttons, too. There are joy buttons. What is a joy button? Well, it should be everything that you're grateful for, but Sometimes, if you're in a whole lot of pain, you're not feeling grateful. You say you're great. You usually say you're grateful, but you don't act that way. You know, behavioral-wise and energetically. That causes a lot of pain right there, so there's... A, there's another pain button and to change it into joy means to love it so I would look at my sisters Christine and Teresa and my daughter Mimi and Summer because they all killed themselves and uh, and man I love them oh I love them and it hurts to know they're not here in physical, to know that they are in my heart, which of course is huge because I take on all the greatest parts. I can feel the passion in each of them, uh, the light in their eyes, their smiles, their uh, charisma, you know. So that's a joy button right there, the memory of the happiest moments, of the feeling of intense happiness to be around each of them, and how intense their energies were, <laughs> and exciting, uh, just exciting. And I, of course, you know, I feel that way about all my kids. <laughs> so they're exciting. I feel excited when I get around them. I, uh, you know, I went to Summer's funeral and, and I was so overjoyed to see my kids. I, I didn't want it to be that way, but I was so glad that I got to be there. My niece and nephew drove me first to Idaho for the fu first funeral that we had for, for my family that wasn't going to make the trip back to Missouri. So we 
Um, <clears throat> so we had a funeral in Idaho first, and then her, some of her friends were there, and and it was a really nice experience. Um, I mean, it as far as funerals go. So, um, you know, I've been in the funeral business for years, so so as far as the funeral goes, um, it was. A, it was very calm and relaxed, and that was a good thing. And it was very beautiful uh, funeral home, I thought. So, uh, elegant, <laughs> you know, fancy. And I was like, whoa, uh, Summer really would have liked it in this funeral home. She, I know she would give it the two thumbs up for sure for its uh, ambiance and elegance. I was like, wow, uh, you know, it really, um, if she, if she would have designed the funeral home the inside, she might have done it that way. Because uh, it was, you know, really neat blue and silver. I just thought she would, she liked those colors. So, <clears throat> so anyways, um, I kind of got off track because of the funeral home. But, but anyways, talking about pain is is super hard. So. <laughs> You know, uh, when people are closed off, don't, or, you know, mean and nasty, that means they're in horrible pain and agony. And, uh, you know, and I understand, because I've been there. So they definitely have my compassion, and, uh, and I hope that they get through it. That's what I hope for. You know, because to get to the other side means that you have to take a hard look at how to love all the pain that you're in. <laughs> and that's really, 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 really hard. And it almost seems like a sick joke most of the time. And, and, and actually, it helps if you think of it as a sick joke. Because then at least you could laugh at it a little bit. So that's what, uh, mostly that's what my family has done my whole life is laugh at life like a sick joke and I was pretty good at telling all those sick jokes um, <laughs> but I had to let go of all my bitterness you know I and I know that a sick joke sounds like hey I'm letting out all my bitterness well you are and and, uh, and of course I don't like hearing all the bitterness I don't want to hear all the bitterness. Um, I know people want to throw the bitterness out. And I, uh, you know, I was around a lot of bitterness. And I would tell the joke. And it kind of relieved all the pressure. But I don't do that anymore. Um, it doesn't relieve the pressure for me. It makes it worse for me. Hi, Zilda. She's up on my laughing. Hey, you're scratching my, uh, your claws caught on my scarf, you little lady. You little lady. Yes, she is. She, got her, she keeps getting her claws on my scarf, Doug. Doing it on purpose, little girl. Well, Zilda, well, it's good to talk about the pain because, uh, once again, it's super hard and, uh, and it needs to be validated. You know, the pain needs to be appreciated for the pain that that you went through. Uh, 
you know, are you in all that agony now? Well, if you are, then it's time to let it go. You know, it's like an old stinky gross diaper. Nobody wants to change on grandma, you know. Uh, <laughs> that That's the type of attitude that uh, that, that agony and ends up coming out. You know, if uh, if you don't let it out, if you don't find a way to talk about it in a healthy way, express it in a healthy way, get over it in a healthy way. You know, bitter anger, frustration, envy, gossip, and all that crap. That's that's the wrong way to go about it. You're not healing. You're spewing. I you know, and I've been there. So uh, you know, I apologize to the world for that. Or whoever I, you know, might have come across it when I was in a bad mood, because I, uh, I can be a little bit uptight and cranky, uh, you know, and uh, and I certainly do uh, apologize for my ignorance, because I know that probably caused people pain, and and I don't mean to cause pain for anyone else. I know that it, life hurts, and uh, no one's perfect. But I definitely try not to cause any, any extra pain. Uh, but that isn't how life is, once again. You know, no life on this earth uh, got here without their mom being in pain. I uh, can attest to that right here and now. Uh, no matter what it was, whether C-section or normal. You know, <clears throat> most ladies have to be cut from the V to the A and then you have to uh, have that scar tissue for the rest of your life and uh, and that is not a fun thing either so uh, so I guarantee that no life has gotten here without pain and and there is going to be more pain and how how do you deal and cope with the pain you know of course I ask myself all these questions that's why I stayed uh, in a lot of isolation, so I can ask myself these questions. How am I getting over this in a healthy and proper way so that I do not inflict pain on others? You know, uh, my pain has nothing to do with others. My pain is my own pain that I've journeyed through my life with that, uh, that I have honored and respected, and you can't take it from me. Uh, you, you know, I earned it. I earned my experience the hard way. And I'm proud of it, so. And it's really good, uh, you know, to look at it that way so that you can say, yeah, I guess I'm okay. Hey, uh, I give myself a break. Yeah, I'm going to pat myself on the back because what if there's no one else there? And really, literally, uh, if you're not doing that for yourself, then you're a jerk to yourself. If you're not being kind to yourself, then you're a jerk to yourself. I've done that. I've had to beg my own pardon, and that's hard to do, because it's like turning your head around on your insides, and it's really hard to do, to ask my own self for for forgiveness for being a jerk to myself when I wasn't listening to what I really wanted uh, in, you know, in certain situations, what I really needed 
And was I going after what I really wanted, what I really needed? Uh, and, uh, and that's so hard because it means really focusing on, well, what do I really want? What do I really, really, really want? What is the overall soul desiring, the soul thirst, you know? Uh, what is my soul hungry for? Because if we lose joy, if we lose sight of what it is we are passionate about, then we're in the worst place we could ever imagine. That's our own personal hell right there when there is no hope. And you can't feel the fire burning inside of what it is you want to freaking do and go and, and adventure and, and climb to. Uh, you know, that's why little kids are always so happy. Da, 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 da. You know, it's an adventure. Uh, when I was a little kid, we played in the laundry basket. Uh, pirate ship in the laundry basket. And sharks. And, uh, and you know, different animals and stuff. Uh, and had great adventures. Because I was a little kid. It was adventurous. Uh, but I'm still a little kid at heart because I'm still adventurous. I still want to go climb on the tightrope. Uh, which I did just a few weeks ago with my friend, uh, I forgot his name, but he, he's a cool dude. And, uh, you know, I got to, I, I ran into some people that were having a sword, a kung fu short sword seminar at the park. And so they let me film them for, uh, I guess I was there about two hours. And it was fantastic. I got great footage and them doing their swords and... Uh, you know, uh, I go for walks all the time and to go find adventure because, you know, uh, adventure is out there. But that's one of the joy, the joy buttons right there. What else gives you joy, you know? Uh, seeing beautiful things gives me joy. I, and, and so I look for beauty in every single thing. Drops of water that are on top of the rose bushes right now. That's, uh... You know, that is the universe and the drop of water right there. Everything. That's everything right there. Then it's a rainbow because the sun's shining right now. It's been really cold and rainy. So, you know, uh, look for beauty in everything. That's, uh, it's hard to train your mind. But once you go to the pain and give yourself a freaking break. Give yourself a freaking break. And others. Because I guarantee if you're complaining about everything that you're in pain about, every little thing, you're annoying the fucking crap out of everyone else. No one ever wants to say it, though, but I guarantee that you are. And it stinks like grandma's old diaper. I don't know how many people have ever had to suffer through grandma when she didn't want to admit because it was too embarrassing because we're at church. Uh, but, you know, that's an experience to have where everyone has to suffer because everyone's trying to be nice. Oh, well, no one wants to embarrass, you know, and oh, we can't say that it stinks. So we have to just sit there. Uh, you know, that uh, is no fun for anyone. It's no fun. So... <laughs> We love Grandma. Nobody wants Grandma to feel bad. But, uh, you know, that... 
things things you know need to be addressed sometimes or uh you know uh with respect and dignity of course because we love and care about everyone that's having trouble or i do i do love ever care about everyone because i know that it only makes the world better when i do and it makes me better it makes me feel better and I know I love myself so much that I can love others, even when they stink. Even when they stink. And yes, I will admit that some people stink. But it doesn't mean that they don't have a chance. You know, just like Scrooge. The Christmas Carol. I just read the Christmas Carol book, and it was so great. You know? Even that guy changed. Why did he change? How did he have a change of heart? Because he was afraid to die? But we're all going to die. That's a fact. You know? Uh, nobody gets to have a say of when, except, you know, if you if you do take your life, you, you had a say. Uh, you had the say. Okay? We'll get that out in the open. They definitely had their say. Um... People get upset about it, of course, and and uh, and of course it needs to. That pain needs to be acknowledged, but acknowledge the fact that those people were in horrible pain. They couldn't take it anymore. They couldn't take that heartbreak anymore. I, I think everyone can say that they've been in a heartbreaking place, where it felt too much, or you're about to be, because. Life changes. People die. And you're going to lose things. So someday you're going to feel that pain too. You're going to feel the pain that says, I can't take anymore. What are you going to do then if you don't have any hope for joy? You know, if you didn't release the pain, then it gets deeper. Pain gets deeper. If you don't address it, if you don't, if you don't deal with it, it will deal with you. And how does it deal with us? Well, it deals with us in destructive ways, of course. Because we are uh, turning into our own worst enemy. And some of us have been doing it since we were little kids. Uh, being our own worst enemy. You know. Not even knowing it. Like for me, you know. Uh, I could say I could be my own worst enemy and not opening up to people as much as I could. But, uh, you know, because of fear or, uh, or knowing that, uh, you know, uh, whatever it is, you know, there, there could be walls that I created and that could be used that I could be doing against myself in some ways. And I don't want to do that. So, you know, but it is hard, a hard stretch because I don't live in one place long. And, uh, and, and it's, uh, it's really hard to talk after getting backstabbed, <laughs> you know, and, uh, abandoned and, uh, abused and neglected and, uh, you know, all the other things that go along with trauma when someone, uh, when there's a huge tragedy in your family and your family's all you got, 
So, uh, you know, and if everybody in your family is all acting the same way, feeling the same way, going through the same pain, but not getting better, some people are and some people aren't. So there's going to be clashes with people that are and people that aren't, no matter what, of course. Uh, but who's bringing up all of the trauma, you know? Uh, well, that's a person that is still in trauma and still uh, hurting and causing more trauma usually or damage because they're not really getting to the meat of the matter, which is you got to love and respect your own pain. If we don't love and respect our own pain, because that's who we are, is our pain and our joy and our happiness and our sufferings and and uh, everything we've experienced and loved and hated and that's everything that we are uh and so if we're not loving and respecting it and and showing it gratitude it me i uh gratitude and of course the creator god uh you know the universe however people want to say or call uh, the creator you know uh, which i know to be the sun <laughs> We are the light, uh, you know, it's the sun. That's the creator, you know, one could be alive, nothing could live or exist without the sun. And of course we need the darkness too. The, where does the sun sit? The sun sits in outer darkness. So we got the yin and the yang right there. Sun and outer darkness. <laughs> Lighting everything up, creating, it created, you know, I mean, man, we wouldn't even have air without, without the sun, because of the plants and all the other stuff, we wouldn't have food or anything, so, you know, you can't exist without the sun, the sun is all the power and all the knowledge. And uh, it is to be respected, you don't stare right at the sun, you go blind. Uh, you know, unless you don't know. It is so tempting to stare at the sun because it's so beautiful. Uh, I like to videotape it and then look at it later. Uh, you know, because I know you're not supposed to stare at it. And nobody has the proper sunglasses for that. But it's so glorious. Because that is where we come from. A little speck of sunlight. <laughs> it's pretty cool when you think about it. Uh, you know, so is the water, so is the air, so are the plants, those specks of sunlight. Well, so are the mushrooms. The, some of them grow underneath the growth. And, uh, you know, they're still fantastic. They're a little part of the dark side of the sunlight. <laughs> I'm up on my lap again, and you're sitting on the on the blankie. She's a good kitty. Well, I got lucky because today uh, it has been raining quite a bit, and now it's sunny, and it's getting warmer, and uh, and it and I feel pretty good about talking about my pain. Is it still going to be hard to talk about pain sometimes with maybe with someone that's going through a real hard time? Yeah. Uh, you know, because the last thing someone going through a real hard time wants to admit is that they're in pain. Because that's an exposure, and uh, and of course I don't want to talk about it either, usually. I don't want to go there, especially if they're angry and and uh, bitter. And, uh, you know, and have nothing kind to say about life. You know, uh, 
I, I want to be around people that are happy and, and talk about uh, how great everything is. You know, because if you look for the good, you're going to find it. And if you look for the poop on the grass, you're going to find that too. Um, what are you looking for? What do you want? Uh, I want happiness, of course. I want joy. And I look for it. And, uh, and of course, I uh, get in trouble for looking for it. Hey, you can't have fun. What a jerk. You know, uh, but I'm being a jerk to myself if I don't go and look for it. And I don't like being a jerk to myself because I like myself. So that's my pain right there is I'm not going to be a jerk to myself. I'm going to like myself. And sometimes that is hard. And sometimes I can be a big pain to myself about liking myself. So I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, I know. How are you doing, Todd? Happier. Oh, Zilla. Well, good. I know. That's excellent. And it's Friday. Yeah, and there's guys here working. Yes, the guys. Uh, it's very exciting getting the new deck. Finally. Yes. Weird time of year to do it. But. Yeah, but it's. Uh, oh, sorry, Zilla. It's working out very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see you live, I yeah, like, there. I haven't seen, and I said, I haven't seen her nine months. Who the hell are you? What's this? <laughs> the beard looks good. Yeah. Yes, Susie really likes it. She says it's very tickly. <laughs> Pretty tight. I need to trim it a little bit. It's getting a little puffy, poofy. A little poofy. Oh, like Zilla. She was getting poofy. Right. Well, go back to the grindstone. Well, good job. Good job. Thank you. Todd has to go back up to work after he's had a little meeting in the back with the worker guys doing the deck and the landscaping. And, uh, and well, my show's almost over, too, so I've got, um, do I have more things to say? Sure, I can say more things. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say to try to remember a time where you just were a little kid and having fun, what it was like to imagine something fun like pirate ship laundry basket and sharks on the floor. Just uh, dare yourself to do that. That's what I like to do. I'm going to be adventurous. I'm going to think of something. And, uh, you know, I started doing, uh, I started making videos on YouTube with finger puppets and the cat. When the cat comes on my lap, I've got the finger puppets in my pocket, and then they each have a voice. And I'm going to add two more finger puppets. So, you know, if you're really bored, you can check it out on my channel, my YouTube channel, Gypsy Girl. It makes it easy to find. <laughs> it's just like Gypsy Girl on this. So, okay, well, hang in there. Hang in there and don't worry so much. Give yourself a freaking break, okay? Uh, even if you feel like, hey, I haven't been through anything. That's okay, too. That's okay, too. There's nothing wrong with that. You can still, if you're having a bad day, then you can give yourself a break, too. Even if you're like, hey, I have nothing to complain about, but I don't feel good. You know, give yourself a break. 
Don't be mean to yourself about it. Because it won't make it better. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make a right, you know? Uh, so if you're continuously uh, nagging on yourself or others, you know, uh, if, if you're being irritated by others, that means there is something inside that needs to be worked on. That's what I know for me. Because if I, you know, uh, if anything disrupts the inside of me, inside of that space that uh, uh, had the, you know, the swords put into it, uh, is the feeling, then I know that uh, I need to go in and look and say, oh, okay. Here's where it hurts. This is why that hurt. I'm not going to care about that anymore. I'm not going to let that hurt me anymore. And it's it's a hard game, but it's a fun game, especially when you start to master it. And you start giving yourself the pats on the back that you deserve. Because you are worth it. You are special. And you need to be freaking kind to yourself. Because if you're not kind to yourself, you're not kind to anyone else. And you're the turd in the corner. You know, and nobody wants to be the turd in the corner. We used that's a saying I used to say with the dog went in the corner. Who's the turd in the corner? You know, but that's a bad stinky attitude is what that is. If you got the bad stinky attitude, then you know, it needs to be worked on too. Because they're the ones that aren't dealing with the pain, they're just spewing the pain. The ugliness. So the gossip and the you know, everybody knows who that is. So Anyways, uh, hang in there. I love you. And thanks for joining me. And uh, I will talk to you again very, very soon. Okay, bye.